0: Before like 9 a.m., so I'm a happy girl. I'm gonna visit with you for a minute, and then I'm gonna go out and get a walk in before Unleash the Power Within continues today. It looks like a beautiful day out, but I need to continue to focus on inner work. Right, this is my this is my year of. I used to call it when I when I put a year in or my effort towards whatever I was working on, especially, so when I bounced from store to store, it seemed like throughout my career, I, I would only make it a year, and it would usually take me a year to fix a floral department. You have to go through every season to get through, you know, the pack away from Christmas last year and do the deep cleaning and sorting and all that deep work to get it to where working there every day would be like smooth sailing I used to call it my year of sacrifice that would be the year that I would work off the clock don't tell my bosses because that was against the rules Uh, I would do everything possible to test the water I'd be very aggressive with ordering and just on and on there was a lot of things I always did in this sacrifice year and that's kind of the year I'm in now but it's with me and I don't I'm not calling it a sacrifice year anymore I think I'm gonna call it an investment year I'm investing in myself in my education I'm investing in my business I'm investing in the people helping me with my business it's just beautiful and um you know I I think corona the universe you know, uh, is a part of that. I would be doing this whether or not it happened. I just don't think that I would have the momentum that I currently do. So just a bit of gratitude for my investment year. And I'm not going to look out that window and go, oh, I should be golfing today. If I do everything right the next couple years, I'll be golfing whenever I want. So on to our reading. Oh, by the way, guys, that was kind of a, A correlation between my investment years at work and my investment years in recovery. You know, that first year of organizing and cleaning and digging deep and taking out the trash essentially is what we do in our first year of recovery. It doesn't stop, but the biggest amount of work I think is in the first year and then it becomes maintenance on some level, depending on what you want next. If you want if you want to continue moving forward and not betting and going with the flow, it takes you know at least that first year. If you want bigger and better things, then there's more growing every year. And I'm not saying you don't grow if you don't want bigger and better. I'm just saying that the, whatever those goals are, you can make every year an investment year. It's just not as cumbersome, I I don't think, after the first year. Anyway, today's reading, July 18th, starts with a quote from Sheldon Kopp. I could say that name. That's always a good thing. Running away may relieve our anxieties momentarily, but lasting ease requires our turning turning toward what we dread most. In dealing with fear, the way out is in. Fear is a monster that is always looking at our backs until we turn to see it. Looking our dread in the face renders it powerless. It's not possible to be panic-stricken and honestly confront our fear at the same time. Fear avoids sunlight and nurtures itself only in the dark corners of our lives. Taking our biggest fears out of the closet and exposing them earns us 10 giant steps forward in the healing process. We watch our fears lose their power one by one and fall away when exposed to the light of day. Sharing our secrets and fears with another human being, our sponsor, and in some cases our group, is like walking across a dark room and turning the light on. Often we find the shadow in the corner has disappeared. Today, let me risk finding a safe person to tell some of my fears and secrets to. Wow. I can tell you, whether it's my recovery life or my work life, fear is a common theme. And I agree with the sentence, in dealing with fear, the way out is in. And I, I think of that two ways. In the mess, in the fear, and working through it. And then also the fact that it's an internal mental job we have to we have to dig deep and get to the bottom of what that fear where that fear comes from what value it has if we really look at it we'll see that it doesn't have value I understand fight or flight and and that fear may keep us safe but in the context of recovering and transitioning our lives we have to break past the fear and what I'm what I'm seeing is there's almost nothing to be afraid of anymore except for snakes and spiders and even that I may work on eventually (laughs) no rush but when I was afraid of telling people that I was a gambler it was it's weighing, right? That fear is filling our bucket and it's kind of dragging us down. And if we don't tell anyone, it's just there and it keeps me going back to the to the bet essentially. What happened when I started telling people and not just on the front side of going to rehab or even um the first time when I when I went through GA and I had had my first couple years I can remember I was hanging out with this with this fellow that I used to work with and I remember telling him and what was I afraid of I was afraid of people judging I guess or not understanding and what I've come to find out and And I just could remember him being so like, oh, okay, like good for you, working on yourself, not gambling, you know? Not that he necessarily understood it or whatever, but I was scared of this repercussion and there was no repercussion. And as I was leading up to going to rehab, I had called. different people to check in, you know, people who might notice I was gone for a month cuz I didn't really <laughs> I didn't really advertise it, but there were people that I thought might miss me. And oh, by the way, guys, here's the funny thing. We're not as important as we think we are. I'm going to just share this lesson with you. I had my phone taken away. It sounds like rehabs are kind of letting people have phones now. I don't really know how it works, but nobody noticed that I wasn't on Facebook for a month. It was crazy to me. I was like, oh, okay, a little humbling, you know, like, okay. And it taught me to be mindful. I try to pay attention to friends that I see post regularly and then kind of go off the grid and I'll go searching them out. And sometimes it's Facebook's algorithm and other times they're just not around. So I'll jump on their page and be like, hi, just thinking of you, you know, that kind of thing. And um, I was actually randomly thinking about this yesterday, walking home from the store. Is I, I was walking by the bowling alley, and it reminds me of a couple friends that I used to bowl with there. So that's what I did. I jumped on their page. Hey, you know, I'm thinking of you guys. I'm walking by the bowling alley, and um, it spiraled into. This wasn't the case for them, but it spiraled into. If we all did that, if we just kind of checked in on people, said hi, even if it was just that 10 seconds of showing up on Facebook to let them know that you were thinking of them, that you love them, or just hello, or a funny gif, something to acknowledge their existence, I started wondering would the people who feel invisible, the people who may feel suicidal and we don't know, like we're always surprised. Surprised, it seems like, when, when bad things happen. But what if we told people they were important before they got to that point? That's where that snowballed out of. And, um, you know, I hope that I hope that you think about that. And maybe, maybe you try it yourself. You know, reach out, pay attention to other people. I'll tell you, it helps us not pay attention to our own shit. And I don't mean running away from it. I mean, like, not drowning in negativity because we're spreading positivity and we're spreading love. So I went a little off track there. But it does feel good just to say hi to people, just to let them know, hi, I'm here. I see you. I love that. I see you. It's it's something that I've heard the last two days as... The speakers in the virtual conference are looking at the videos and they keep saying, I see you, I see you, and they'll call out names. And you know that that person feels good because they're one in 23,000 and somebody's saying that they see them. Like, of course you're going to feel special. Everybody wants to feel special. I totally am off the fear train again. See, my brain is racing from the stuff that I've been trying to process the last two days. So my advice on fear, I think it's necessary, but I also think it's unnecessary. So it can serve a purpose. I wouldn't want to go stand on the edge of a cliff because I'm fearless and then slip, fall, and die. Like, to me, that's kind of irresponsible, and I, I'm i okay with my fear keeping me away from high ledges. <laughs> However, there's things that we're afraid of like maybe coming out of the gambling closet you know, admitting that we have a problem and after going through it like I said twice and it was worse the second time because after the first time people knew that I had had two years clean and blew it so then the fears and the voices in my head were like well you're a failure and you couldn't maintain and You know, the fear of people not supporting me on the second round, all that stuff. Here's what I can tell you. Totally unnecessary. People were proud of me for trying again. People were proud of me for being honest. People were proud of me for trying to address the problem and move forward in life. So it's kind of surprising if I held on to that fear in my bucket it would be weighing me down and I would never have, I would have never received all that positivity from other people, the, the pride, the helpfulness, the love, the concern, all those things that fill my bucket in a good way. So breaking through the fears is definitely worth it. And I think I'm coaching myself a little right now because one of my, one of my pain points has been fear of being on camera and I think I might have mentioned this, but Eric's challenged me, and I'm not a super big fan of videoing myself. I just, I don't know. It just makes me uncomfortable, so I keep practicing. (laughs) I have to work through it, and hopefully a month from now, a year from now, whenever that light bulb goes off for me and I empty my bucket of all that fear, I'll be on to whatever is next. Maybe that's when I start working on snakes and spiders. I've also had the fear of rejection. I have the fear that people, and I've told you guys about this before in the sense of I shouldn't be afraid, I should be okay with this, I'm not everybody's peach, but I still fear like, waking up and seeing that nobody's listened to the podcast for example like that I'm not really helping that I'm not serving that that this isn't of value to other people you know that would be like my version of fear of failure I want to be there and I want to show up for everybody in the world and honestly when I think about the fear of giving up the bet right because For me, I refer to it as my boyfriend. My longest relationship ever was was gambling. And the fear of giving that up and and what am I going to do with myself? How do I stop the pain? How do I escape from the uncomfortable stuff? What do I do? Like, that's scary. It's so scary to give up. And what I've learned is On the other side, once I worked through that fear and I got to the other side, I've become more fearless. And life is just so different, not gambling. I'm not afraid that I'm going to bounce a check. I'm not afraid I'm going to get caught by a co-worker or a boss while I'm at the casino and I should be working. I'm not afraid of doing damage to other people. I'm not afraid of losing my job or my apartment or my vehicle. I'm not afraid of showing up for other people. I'm not afraid to be vulnerable anymore. Which, oh yeah, by the way, that was a big one. That was a really big one. But here's what I learned. And this is another beautiful thing. It's kind of like things come full circle in this arena. But once I got over being afraid of being vulnerable and, and I still give a lot of credit to that, to um, that fella, (laughs) The, the fella that I don't mention too often, but he really helped me work through that because he did it and he made me feel like it was a safe space. So that was a huge part of my evolution. And I think what it does, no, I know what it does because I can show up that way. I'm now attracting people that may want to try to be brave and vulnerable too and it's beautiful to watch other people blossom out of that. It's like one of the best gifts you can get to see someone go from um, locked up, keeping the bucket full, dragging the, 10-pack of luggage behind them to being vulnerable and, and saying, here's what's in my suitcase. Can you help me empty it? It's it's amazing. And we can't get to that point if we're afraid. And if, if you are afraid of any of those things I'm talking about today, transparency, honesty, admitting that you have a problem, giving up your problem, breaking up with your boyfriend or girlfriend, a.k.a. gambling, if you're if you're afraid of any of that let me just remind you that the other side is absolutely phenomenal like phenomenal beyond i i can't even explain it and i i almost wonder you know people without addictions people who are going through life ever feel this fulfilled without having to overcome the the yuck to get to this place of appreciation. I genuinely hope they do. And and maybe that's why they didn't become addicted in the first place, it's because they have their fulfillment in other ways. But wow, what an appreciation for the journey to feel this way, the, to feel this way that I have in my gut to feel the way I feel when I interact with people and how grateful I am for them and how if I can help them I will in any way possible so that's that's where I'm at I am going to go for my walk now guys I gotta go get ready we only got two hours they're starting an hour earlier today like they kept us up till almost midnight and now they're starting an hour earlier today but that's okay I'm going to go get in my headspace and have a fantastic day and I hope that you guys do too. Enjoy your Saturday. If there's any golfers out there, get a game in for me, please. Since so I'm being responsible and in my investment. Investment space. Alright, beautiful people. Have a good-